we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. Shakira, Shakira. Much like Shaka Khan, you got to say her name say twice. twice. Yeah, you got to do that, Sean. She uh, and J-Lo are going to be the uh, halftime performances mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl this coming February. Shakira, Shakira. So, Factor Bullcrap, Shaw. Oh, gosh. Super Bowl Performers Edition. Okay. The most recent Super Bowl halftime show was headlined by Maroon 5. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Uh, last year, I think that's fact. Lady Gaga 2017, then JT, then Maroon 5, Shaw. Nice job. Back to Bullcrap. Other Super Bowl performers edition. The first Super Bowl halftime show featured Diana Ross and the Supremes. Is that Fact or Bullcrap? I think they did perform once. I don't remember if it was the first. I'll say Fact. Most of the early shows in the 70s and 80s only had marching bands. Diana Ross did do one, but not until 96, Shaw. Mm. Not until 96. An Elvis impersonator headlined the halftime show in 1989. Is that fact or bullcrap? I hope that's bullcrap. Uh, <laughs> glad I missed that one. They came up with a character named Elvis Presto who sang and did magic. Everybody hated it. Yeah, I can imagine. 1989 was a wild time, man. You know what's going to work? Elvis and magic <laughs> as one. <laughs> no. Factor Bullcrab Shaw. Uh, Super Bowl Performer Edition. None of these top artists have ever done a Super Bowl halftime show. Are you ready? Uh, okay. I've Bruce, never done one. Bruce Springsteen, Aerosmith, The Rolling Stones, Prince, Madonna, and U2. No, that's Bullcrab. They've done that. Hoo-ah! All of them have performed yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. That question seems really <laughs> like, kind of easy. Unless you completely live on Jupiter somewhere right. and you've never even heard of the Super Bowl, then you would I think know. I kind of remember Prince doing oh, that. Oh, man, in the rain. Yeah, how could you not? Uh, Factor Bullcrap, last one, Shaw. Super Bowl Performers Edition. Now that we know J-Lo and Shakira, Shakira are going to be this year's halftime entertainment. No artist has ever done the Super Bowl halftime show twice. Is that Factor Bullcrap? No, I think somebody did. I'm going to say Bullcrap. Bruno Mars, 2014 and 2016. Beyonce, 2013 and 2016. Nelly did it in 01 and 04. JT's been there three times. He performed with NSYNC in 01. Returned as a solo act in 04 and 18. Gloria Estefan also did it three times in 92, 95, and 99. Boy, what's in the water there with Gloria Estefan? I didn't realize she was so popular. I didn't either. But this year, J-Lo and Shakira, Shakira. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. How did pop culture ruin your name? Ruin my name? This is a question that was posed by a guy on Twitter last week asking people to tell them uh, or tell their story about how pop culture has ruined your first name. Okay. Like if your name is Alexa. Ah, Amazon, right? Sure. Alexa, order toilet paper. Something along those lines, right, Shaw? Yep. Ton of responses from people. Uh, obviously, Aaron. You done messed up, Aaron. The great <laughs> skit from Key and Peel. Uh, you done messed up, Aaron. I don't. know. I think it made it better. It's funner to I, say. I like that one. Yeah. A lot more fun to say. You know, instead of just Aaron. He's Aaron. Uh, a guy named Jake, who everyone calls Jake, Jake from, from State, State Farm. Farm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, obviously. Uh, there's a guy whose name is Andrew Dick. 
Mm. Obviously, Andy Dick. The comedian. Yeah, or I guess you could call whatever him a comedian. He whatever he is. The guy who's famous Creep. for some reason. Uh, again, this is a question posed on Twitter by a guy named Jesse McLaren. I'm assuming Jesse's girl, maybe. Hmm. Might be his problem. Maybe his pop culture problem that ruined his first name. Uh, there's a guy out there named Zach, married to a guy named Cody. I don't know. Is that a TV show or something? I, I don't know. Zach and Cody? Zach Cody? Zach Cody? Sounds familiar, but I can't tell I don't know. you what it is. Is that a TV show? Is that from a TV? I don't know. I guess that one I didn't quite get. Uh, a guy named Mike Spence. So his first name is Mike. Mike. His last name is Spence. S P E N S E. The name of our vice president. Mike Pence. Uh, there's another guy who uh, responded to his tweet about uh, pop culture ruining his first name. His uh, first name happens to be Luke. <laughs> I am your father. You know he gets that a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe the fan thing. Luke, you know, you put your right. face in front of the fan. And uh, There's another uh, response to this guy's Twitter question about pop culture ruining your first name. Felicia. <laughs> from, the Bye, Friday, Felicia. from the Friday movie. Bye, Felicia. Uh, and then, of course... A famous person actually chimed in, Shaw, and responded to Jesse on Twitter about his question, what piece of pop culture has ruined your first name? Monica Lewinsky asking him, quote, wait, can I even play? (laughs) (laughs) I think she gets a trophy. Uh, She got something, man. Mm -hmm. She got something. So I don't know. Scott? I can't think of anything. Unless unless we would call you Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, that's true. Some do. I don't think any Brian stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I got the. I think, I think we're safe. Gene and Gene made a machine. JoJo made it go. I blew a fart and blew the whole damn thing apart. Yeah. That one from Police Academy. No, I can't think of anything Brian related that uh, pop culturey. That <laughs> Life of Brian, maybe the, the P- Brian's song. Movie. Brian's song. Yeah. I mean, those are you know obviously the first couple that come to mind, but I don't feel like they ruined my name for me. Maybe the dude from Breakfast Club, you know. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. If you could eat just one. Ugh, I do this all the time. Food for the rest of your <laughs> oh, life, man. Shaw. What I know, would it be? I hate this because it's the so pro- hard. The problem with this thing is that, okay, the number one food that everybody chooses is pizza. 22% of people in this survey said say. they would go with pizza. Beat out uh, the total for any other food, which is not surprising, but is pizza really... One food, or is it's it's like it's like a soup, right? It's like multiple foods in That's one. That's why it's always number one because mm-hmm. you could do a lot with if it. If I had to do right, if I had to just survive on something, I could do breakfast pizzas. I could do a taco pizza. I could do you know like right. You could change up your. So in my you eyes, do a seafood pizza pasta would be number one because there's just infinite amounts True. of uh, combinations there, Shaw, with you know rigatoni or penne or. Spaghetti. I had some nice shrimp scampi over Spaghetti. angel hair pasta last Linguini. night. Linguini. Angel hair. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different kinds of pastas. Raviolis. I mean, we haven't even gotten into stuff stuff, you know? Cannolis, things like that. Or what are those things that are stuffed? Manicottis, mm-hmm. shells, stuffed yeah. shell. I mean, there's, you know, in the sauces, obviously, you got an Alfredo, you got a marinara, you got a, a vodka sauce, you know? So, uh, but yeah, number one, uh, according to this survey, is pizza. Around one in four people and one in three millennials say they eat pizza five times or more a month. Two-thirds of people of eat pizza for breakfast. Cold leftover pizza is delicious for oh. breakfast. Especially with that hangover. Oh, man. Uh. So good, Shaw. So good. Would you choose pizza, Shaw, or would you choose something else? Uh, I might choose this Bloody Mary that has the uh, shrimp and cheese <laughs> and the olives yeah. in it. Yeah, Doc's well, see, uh, in studio to talk Oktoberfest racing this weekend at the uh, Lacrosse Intergalactic Speedway of West Salem, and he's always nice enough to bring in some Bloody mm-hmm. Marys for us. I'm having it with a coffee chaser this morning. Oh. You can't rule out cheese. 
No, that's true. That's yeah. my other problem is you can do so much. I mean, you need it on a pizza. You're going to have to have it. I don't know if I could go with just cheese, though. Well, like At some point, I'm sort of like, okay, that's enough cheese. I suppose we should choose, like, fruit. You know, I know. Well, and that's the other thing, of, you know, because if you're saying it's pasta, but then you get to, you're, if you're having unlimited toppings, then you're not really right. picking one does thing. Does that come with, uh, yeah, does that come with chicken and meatballs? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, do I have my, my, my options? Because if it truly is only one thing, right, it might it's just be plain vegetables, because I can pasta. do a ton of, th- you know, right. I can make soup, I can make pastas, I can make whatever. Yeah. Which, again, makes answering these kind of surveys Questions hard. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Ah! Speaking of making choices about what you're going to eat, today is World Vegetarian Day, Shaw. There's a lot of them. Here are some of the top reasons to become a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Number one, you'll never again take a bite of something and wonder, was that a vein? It's not going to happen. Ooh. I don't know, you might. They're trying to make it all real, realistic and everything, right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. It's pretty realistic. Top reasons to become a vegetarian here on The Morning Sickness. Your friends and family don't find you annoying and pretentious enough. <laughs> Add one more to the list. Why not? Your gaunt appearance will save you money on a zombie costume for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Help me, I need sustenance. Top reasons to become a vegetarian here on The Morning Sickness. On 95.7 The Rock, you know which steakhouses serve the best water. There you go. <laughs> oh, that water's delicious. Over it there. is. I can't have the steak, they but put the in water. That stuff. Uh, you'll outlive your loved ones and finally get the TV to yourself. <laughs> Playing the long end game there. Yeah, long con. <laughs> Top reasons to become a vegetarian. You haven't been spending enough time in the bathroom, Shaw. <laughs> There's your chance. Get in there and spend some quality time with the carelet. You'll never be mistaken for someone from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> and we have vegans here. Oh, you're a vegetarian? No, you must not be from Wisconsin. I don't know. No we summer don't. sausage for you? You don't want a meat stick? A nice what do you mean you don't have any deer jerky? in your freezer? You don't have any deer in your yeah, freezer? Right, no, what are you talking about? Meat stick. Top reasons to become a vegetarian. You'll save money on food because no one will ever ask you to go out to dinner with them. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, we're going to the new steakhouse. Just a oh, salad bar for me. Right, you can't go. We Just can't, a salad bar. We can't take them. Uh, nothing says delicious like a glazed chickpea loaf. <laughs> I do like chickpeas, though, but that's that terrible. That's hummus, right? Yeah. That's what you make that into a loaf? I don't think so. I think I just vomited. Top reasons to become a vegetarian. A couple more, Shaw. No matter what anybody tells you, your Facebook friends are going to be absolutely riveted when you post 500 photos of your homemade black bean smoothie. That's right. A black bean smoothie. Didn't want to miss that post. That piece of pepperoni looks strangely like a nipple. It does sometimes, Shaw. You're not careful. Just hadn't thought about it. But. Top reasons to become a vegetarian. few more. You want to lose weight and friends. <laughs> I have too many people that I hang out You're with. On, might be on, might be on to something there. Might be on to something. Yeah, but then you got to hang out with other vegetarians, and that doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, you'll never go hungry as long as you have house plants. <laughs> In a pinch, you know. <laughs> aloe. That aloe so plant good. is so delicious. It's a Juicy. bit moist, but. And last but not least, uh, top reasons to become a vegetarian here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. There's more bacon for me! Yes. Yes. What's in it for me? All the bacons. I get all the bacons. So there you go. World Vegetarian Day. What are you supposed to do? Hug a vegetarian? Um, Tell them it'll be all right. Probably eat a salad. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of The Morning Sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. And a burglar broke into a woman's house in North Carolina last week. And according to the police report, they stole some jewelry, some money, and the woman's, quote, 12-inch electric vibrator wand. Whoa. If Whoa. The catch a the wand? Burglar, they'll be facing charges for lessening and wand? An You know what wands have, Shaw? No. Handles. Handles? That thing's got a handle on it? 
I don't know. I've not seen it. What do you mean you've not seen it? It's not on the story? There's no picture no evidence? Picture, no photo? Unfortunately, no pictures. There's nothing? You want me to look one up for you? Sure. <laughs> you sure? So I can fully report. You know. The what was the name of that thing again? A 12-inch electric vibrator wand. Vibrator wand? Wand. I don't know Isn't it just means. vibrator enough? I don't know. 12 inches. Well, apparently. it might be more like the... A back massager? Like, yeah, the kind that has the big handle on it, not just in the way that you're thinking of. It might be something else, Shaw. Oh, Gene, you're ruining our image. Did it have Sorry. a suction cup at the end, Shaw? I don't know. Is it plug in? I, I don't know. Oh, it's one of those ones. I don't know. Oh, there is a picture. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Somebody made off with it. One of those ones that goes on the outside, not on the inside. That's what I'm saying. It's an outside sex toy, not an inside sex toy, Shaw. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Do you know what those are? Nope. You want to see one? Maybe. Come to the studio. We got a video for you later. They're going to be trying to read books. We got a little Bloody Mary mix left, too, Shaw. <laughs> Turning into quite a party this morning. It's only 30 bucks for one of those things? Really? It did come with the batteries, apparently. That's yeah, a good investment. It's a good it's investment. A good. <laughs> it's a solid investment. Shaw. Nice. Well worth the thirty dollars. That's all I'm gonna say. You gotta get the extended warranty on something like that. You get more that's, than thirty dollars worth of use out of I'm that. I'm just thing. saying that's a good. Does solid. it come with rechargeable batteries? Is it waterproof? Solid investment, Shaw. That's all I'm saying. Nice. Is it waterproof? That's all I'm saying. No. It's thirty dollars well spent, Brian. Yep. Is that something you get at your wedding? Like a wedding gift? I don't think you register it for it. No, I don't think you put it on your list when you register. Entered the Buckwood Court home, Sean. I'm just saying. Is that a trailer park? Yeah. Did you do like that? You're supposed to investigate these things. Sorry, man. Was it a trailer park? If this trailer's buzzing, don't come a... You can just add that to your Don't come a knocking? Take that on your vacation with you. Add that to your cart. That's all I'm saying. 12-inch kind of electric vibrator wand. That's, that's all I'm saying. He's going on vacation next week to a cabin up north. I'm just oh. saying. They took a makeup bag, a book bag, an Amazon Fire Stick, collectible rare coins... And that? Jewelry, precious metals, and right at the top, 12-inch electric vibrator wands. Yeah, what's missing, ma'am? Well, <laughs> I took a look around, and I see a couple of quarters. That's not uh, mine. I see a couple of quarters missing out of my change drawer. I'd have to report uh, that too, Shaw. I'm, I, and I, I, uh, that back. I, <laughs> I, 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 I can't seem to find my 12-inch electric vibrator wand. Dude, when you've got a knot, Shaw. You know what I'm saying? Gotta work out the kinks. Gotta work out the Sorry, kinks, officer. Do you you wrote a- you wrote down ten inch. It's actually a twelve inch. It's the big one. Do you have a picture of that, man? It comes in handy. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying, Shaw. I believe. Here's a Polaroid of me and it at the park the other day. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, Shaw. I'd, I'd report it missing too, Shaw. <laughs> Want to get that back? Please. I would. I, I don't think you can get that. Gene's already bringing the website up to order it. Registry.com. That's that's there a, go. It's a done thing, Doc. Years ago. <laughs> I'm saying it's a solid investment. That's what I'm telling you. Mother's a little helper. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. What would your car say to you, Shaw, if it could talk? Um, I'm looking good. Yeah, you got a new vehicle, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, so your car is still in decent shape. Yeah, it's pretty new. Gene with uh, three teenagers. Well, I've just been living out of it for the last two weeks really okay. badly, so I just need, I mean, I need to throw away the coffee cups and, like, wash. I mean, it just needs to be clean. Top things your car would say if it could talk, Shaw. Okay. I heard what you just called that woman who cut you off. <laughs> I heard that. A naughty word. Mm-hmm. Top things you uh, your car would say if it could talk, Shaw. Uh, please take that coexist 
sticker off my butt. Other cars make fun of me. <laughs> Please take that off. Oh, but I'm laughing at me at the stoplight. It's embarrassing. Uh, if you're not going to finish that joint in the coin tray, <laughs> what, would you mind if I took a little puff puff? <laughs> Dude, skip the drive through My suspension can't handle an ounce more. Seriously. Lay off the fries. Top things your car would say if it could talk, Shaw. Cute baby seat. I yep. think it's time to trade me to someone cooler and get a minivan. Yeah, there you go. You rocked a minivan, Gene. I do. Shaw, you had a minivan, right? Yeah, a couple of them, yeah. Oh, I liked it. I like mine, too. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'll never understand it. Top things your car would say if it could talk. That came out of your nose. Gross. Uh, and you're going to eat it? Uh, Top things your car would say if it could talk. I see you're broke, so I'll just turn my check engine light on. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, ouch. Ouch. It's like the car knows. good timing. It's like the car knows. Oh, you just oh. paid all your bills? Guess what? Here comes. Here's some unexpected expenses you weren't yeah. looking for. Mm-hmm. Some things oh, your car ouch. would say if it could talk, Shaw. Man, what I'd give to have a driver's ejection seat. <laughs> Out of here. Top things your car would say if it could talk here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. This old lady has taken way too long in the crosswalk. Got it! Get her! Ah. Extra point. Fast food again? What did I do to deserve this? For the love of God, roll down the windows! Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my car's at. I got wrappers and got I got to clean Stinkiness. Bad. Yeah. You're basically mm-hmm. just shuttling around old dirty french fries? Yeah, I'm not really sure at this point. It just needs to be cleaned out. The back is like, yeah. Top things your car would say if it could talk. A couple more. Dear God, enough with the Kelly Clarkson music. I was waiting Please. for the music one. I was waiting for it. I've heard enough. Enough, Kelly Clarkson. I was waiting Clarkson. for it. And last but not least, Shaw. Top things your car would say if it could talk. How about I trade you in? <laughs> get a new owner. Car might be offended when you Feel get a lot better about myself. Yeah. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. more. 14% of Americans have this, Shaw. What is it? Mismatched ears. No, 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 no. Gene, no. no. you want to take a stab well, at it? Well, I was trying earlier. Um, uh, uh, they're double jointed. Morning sickness, Brian and Gene. That's oops, not oops, what oops. I wanted. Here we go. Rule um, one for surviving zombie land: cardio. Second rule: the double tap. Double tap. Shot. Don't get all stingy with your bullets. Rule number three: beware of bathrooms. Rule seventeen: maybe the most important rule of all: don't be a hero. Don't be a hero, Shaw. Right. 14% of Americans, however, do have a zombie apocalypse strategy. I don't know if they base that on the <laughs> on the Zombieland movie. Strategy right. or Cardio, very discussed. important, though. Yeah, you're going to have to run. Well, we don't know. Are we getting slow zombies or are we getting fast zombies? Which ones are we getting, right? Because we thought zombies were scary enough when they were slow. But then all of a sudden, 28 days later comes out and it's like, what the hell? They're running now? Mm. They're running? Now Game I changing. have to run? Are you kidding me? Each person... Uh, in North Carolina, a town in North Carolina holding a zombie survival event this month, uh, letting people practice for the zombie apocalypse. Each person has 60 minutes to retrieve all the supplies they need to survive one night in a zombie contamination well, that's, see, zone. That's kind of fun. That's a People fun... dressed as zombies will be chasing them around the whole time, Shaw. This is some sort of fun event, but it also yeah, has some Halloween real-world applications. Yeah. Uh, a new survey, though, did find out that one in seven Americans actually do have plans in place in really? case of a zombie outbreak, Shaw. That's 14% of Americans, including 24% of millennials, 15% of Gen Xers and baby boomers are like, what? I'm old. I'm not running. Yeah, I guess Six, I'm just going to get eaten by the zombies. 6% of baby boomers <laughs> are like, yeah, I don't really have I'm not going to live that much longer anyway, so I'm just going to go out on top. The top five things people say they would do. 
if there were a zombie apocalypse. What do you think number one is, Shaw? Grab a gun. Guns. Ammo. Remember that when they want to take your guns away, Shaw. When they come, when Obama <laughs> comes knocking do on your door, here? that's what you, you say. No, zombies, zombies are coming. Guns, ammo, and other weapons. Axes, chainsaws, uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. bats, you know, whatever you can get your hands on. Uh, number two of the five things that people say they would do in a zombie apocalypse, Shaw, find a good place to hide and regroup. Yeah. Call out shelter, mm-hmm. bunker. Make sure you got more than one exit. You don't want to go into a cave because then that's... You, you, you want lots of exits and you want to be able to see for... Like, yeah, a, maybe yeah, something up st- elevated. I, yeah, where you've got a good... Number three on the list of the five things people say they would do in the zombie apocalypse. Gather supplies and food. Yes, of course. See that a lot. Try to have some sort of fallout shelter in your basement. Make a lot sure of wine you- and band-aids and that's... <laughs> canned food, a lot of canned food. <laughs> Uh, buy that, uh, who's the guy? Uh, yeah, with the box. Alex all Jones, is it, uh, what's the guy, need, is that him, Alex Jones, the guy on the radio? I don't remember he's where got, the, He's yeah. got the bucket, the five-gallon bucket full of <laughs> zombie food. Uh, relocate to a place with fewer zombies, so see, not a city. that's what I'm saying, Far, yeah. where you can see them coming from a lot, yeah, yeah more not sparse, as many. The, somewhere outside. Uh, number five on the list of the five things people would do in a zombie apocalypse, meet up with their family and friends so there's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Grandma P's house. She's got weapons. She's got food in the in the cellar. She's got a farm. A farm. It's far. It's on the country. Maybe a you well. can see things coming. Well she's got her own water. water. It's got water. Yep. And there's unpopulated, sparsely populated. Probably a lot of candles. All, all the stuff. Yeah, all the stuff. Tons of weapons. Yeah. Forks, pitchforks. By the way, there are some scarier things about this survey. <laughs> yeah, here's where I don't want to know what people think about <laughs> the, things. Yeah, people. The, the as soon as. The internet gets shut off and the power, then we turn into, we're just cannibals, man. We just, we don't care. We're going to kill everybody and anything. That's all we're doing. 6% of people who've thought about this stuff said they just start killing zombies and or other survivors. Yikes. See, and as a person who, who watched The Walking Dead, I always question Rick Grimes. Like, what are you doing? How many times do you have to get almost eaten by other groups of people before you realize, shoot first, ask questions later? It's a whole new world out there, man. It's the zombie apocalypse. No more making friends, all right? You got a group of friends. That's all you need. No more making friends. They just want to eat you. That's all they're doing, right? What else is scary? Uh, 12% of people with a strategy refuse to reveal any details. Oh, my gosh. Get out of here. What the heck? I don't know if they were wearing tinfoil on their head Come at the time. Come on. And this one is weird. I don't I've know. I've got a plan, but it's secret. 2% said they'd switch sides and help the zombies. <laughs> How do you help the zombies? Like, thanks, bro. You- Here's all the people. Here's a big group of them hiding. You don't just get into the club. You won't eat me if I tell you where they are, right? Look, or all the delicious people are over there. I'm just kind of, I'm I'm not very good. I'm mealy. Not all that delicious. Chalky flavor, you know? So there you go. 14% of Americans have a zombie apocalypse a real, survival. Th- that won't, they won't share. I'm like not a, telling you none like of Like a that real stuff. plan. Not just, eh, we'll see what happens. No. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. What is micro cheating, Shaw? Do you know what it is? Micro cheating. <laughs> they gotta have cute little names for everything. I did not have sex. So you can, so you can buy a card and send it, right? Isn't yeah. that what this is all for? There's something called micro-cheating, Shaw. It's basically when you Cheat do small bit. things that flirt with infidelity but never get actual physical consummation of that uh, relationship there. They so. whispers of infidelity, Shaw, without actually crossing that physical line. Examples of micro-cheating. 
following an ex on social media. However, only 3% of people, according to 100,000 people that answered a survey, say that that's cheating. Get over yourself. That's dumb. Well, a lot of times you just become friends with them, right? You realize, hey, we're not good. How long ago? Like an ex from... 10 years, 20 years ago? Come These on. people are people that already have problems with relationships would... beyond you know the cheating. They've got some trust issues and some other things. Uh, deleting apps like Tinder from your phone, but not deleting your account. Oh, yes, I can see that. 8% of people say that counts as micro-cheating, Shaw. Are you still getting... The update? Well, yeah. like at some, well, why would you, though? I mean, you don't know how long this relationship's going to last. You know, I might hop back on there. Right, Shaw? How much work it it takes a lot of work to create a profile, right? (laughs) You never know when you might need it, right? Never know when it might need it. I mean, it might be a Friday night and all of a sudden, boom, you need some Tinderizing, you know? I mean, what the hell happened? She just dumped me and now I got to go get Tindered this weekend. Meeting up with someone and claiming it's work related when it isn't. 54% of people responding to this survey say that yes, that is micro cheating. Another 42% say it's at least. Suspicious. I was going to say, it's at least suspicious. Unless just, it's somebody they know, mutual friends. Well, you then know, just say I mean, you're going to meet him. Don't right, say it's for yeah. work. Hey, I'm going out to lunch with so-and-so. Uh, sending a heart kiss or wink emoji in a flirty way, Shaw. Only 8% of people said it's okay. 49 say it's micro-cheating. Shaw, Another 43% said it would, stop would be with the winking emojis. Yeah, stop sending me the winky emoji, right. Shaw. Jeez, yeah, Shaw. get it together. Boy, my mother-in-law. She sends so many stupid ass emojis. I don't think she understands what they're for. And I just am like, and she sends cats and waves and hands. And I don't know what the hell's going on. Corn cobs and things. And I'm wondering, what are you doing? They're Other fun. examples of micro cheating, Shaw, according to a survey of 100,000 people. Having a work wife or work husband. Well, it's man. weird in our industry because of the you know teams that we have. We're together a lot, but nineteen uh, percent of you guys people are practically married. Ah, uh, no, yeah. no, no, not even. nineteen uh, percent of people say it's micro cheating. Thirty-one percent of people said it's fine. The other fifty percent said it's not cheating, but they'd feel weird about it. Whatever. Uh, well, I look at you every morning. Yeah, it's <laughs> Keith and Sam. They're married, right? No, they're not. <laughs> actually, they have completely separate lives: husbands and wives and kids. And they all have that. worked together for thirty years. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> Spend more time together than spouses. These are uh, examples of micro-cheating. They asked people about this in a survey of over 100,000 people. Staying in touch with an ex. 14% of people say yes, that is micro-cheating. It depends Con- on what, in what, what way. Staying in touch. I mean, well, yeah, what if you have like a, a kid together? What if you have like your family got along? What if you're in a really long relationship? Just friends. What you, what, yeah, what if, what if you just, just worked friends? out? I'm friends with a ton of my exes because I'm a terrible boyfriend. Uh, confiding in someone you're attracted to instead of your significant other. Well, like... You know, hey, Stuff you my should dad's be sick, or, or I've, got, I've got this or that or the other. 25% of people say yes, that is micro-cheating. And then this one, the big one, Sean, no big the surprise big here. Micro-cheating, what is it? Over 100,000 people took a survey to find out what counts as micro-cheating. Sexting someone, but not getting physical with them. 91% well, of yeah. people say said that that's still micro-cheating. Oh, 9% of people, though, said, no, nah, it's cool. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> that's cool. It's all good. There's 9% of people out there like, yeah, whatever. whatever. That's cool. It's all good. I'm, I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, send them your body parts and send some it to me. little emojis well, and stuff. I don't get it. There's that. That's cool. Michael wow, you got to have a really open relationship. I wonder... Uh, you're cool with that. When National Micro-Cheating Day is. Is that like February 13th? I don't know. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw. Giving you the best they've got. No, really. National Boyfriend Day, Shaw. Okay. A day to celebrate boyfriends. Yeah, my boyfriend... Do you want to be my boyfriend? Top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend, though, Shaw. Probably a long list of things you don't want to hear from the boyfriend, right? 
Uh, remember when you told me not to show anybody our sex tape because it would end up on the internet? <laughs> well, like, I showed Chet and he, like, yeah. took the tape and uh-huh. put it all on the internet. Yeah. So there's that. These are the top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend. If you can't handle me at my drunk 10 a.m. worst, you don't deserve me at my drunk 10 p.m. best. Oh, great. Put that on a little plaque and put it on my wall in my frat house. Ladies, leave. Get out of there. Run away. Mm-hmm. Top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend. Limber up, baby. It's my birthday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend on National Boyfriend Day, Shaw. I've got a great romantic evening planned, but that's after I drop you off. Wait a minute. Wait, what? <laughs> Time things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend on National Boyfriend Day here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. I'm fine with leaving the toilet seat down. It's that whole flushing thing I'm not no, big on. I don't want to. Don't do that. Honey, come check this out. It's huge. Get the tape measure. No, thanks. Might be a record breaker. We are no longer domestic partners. Right. Time things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend. I, I, hey, I just even. joined Grinder. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but my buddy's on it. He said, you got to get on this thing. No. You know what Grinder is, Sean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a yes. dating app. Yes, for, yes. Yeah, for, I think it's just strictly for gay men. Oh, didn't know the deal there. Uh, top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend on National Boyfriend Day. Here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Diamonds are way overrated. <laughs> They're just <laughs> not a thing anymore. <laughs> no girl wants to hear that. Here's something else you don't want to hear your boyfriend Put say. Put a ring on it, Sean. On National mm-hmm. Boyfriend Day. So I saw this woman doing this thing on the internet, and I was kind of wondering. I was wondering if you'd be willing to try that <laughs> nice. same thing I saw on the internet. That's where you I get all my me, moves from. You and me could try this thing I right. saw. Stole my Check move. it out. Uh, top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend on National Boyfriend Day. A couple more, Shaw. Do you think your sister likes me? <laughs> oh, God. Maybe it runs in the family. You can call her up, have her come over. We'll have a little romantic menage no. a trois. No, no. I think that's what they call it. Top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend on National Boyfriend Day here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. We can totally go out for an expensive dinner as long as you're cool with that concept of dining and dashing. <laughs> Hoping for the nice dinner on Saturday night out, Shaw. I don't yeah, think we're going to dine and dash, though. Anniversary? No, just because. Just because. Okay. Cause. All right. Uh, a couple more, Shaw. The top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend. Well, it's not exactly real gold, but I did get a deal at the mm-hmm. pawn shop. Mm-hmm. A real good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last, she loves you. Last but not least, Shaw, the top things you don't want to hear from your boyfriend on National Boyfriend Day here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. I'm allergic to cats and Oprah. I just can't. <laughs> Both of them have to say it too much, man. I get the sniffles, and I'm just <laughs> not going to do it. Oh, well, there you go, Shaw. National Boyfriend Day. Celebrating get boyfriends. Get one? Is that what you're supposed yeah. to do on this? You just say thanks. Or keep one. Or- keep one. Say appreciate one. Get one. Find one. Do that thing that he likes. <laughs> That he told you about on the internet. While you're listening to Ariana Grande, boyfriend. Or Justin Bieber, boyfriend. Uh Uh-huh. Fondue. Don't do fondue. I mean, do fondue. Yeah, drippy cheese. Yeah, it's Mm. delicious. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. A man in Michigan, 53-year-old guy, got his eighth DUI. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight DUI. Now, when you've got eight DUI, Shaw, you probably have tried to get out of a number of them by doing some things. Sure. To impress the police, maybe show them that you're not drunk. This guy, apparently, in his sobriety test, decided to impress the cops by doing the splits. Yeah, he had some moves. He had some moves. 
Do you think you're in any condition to do some field sobriety tests for me real quick? If you want me to, I, I mean, are you going to be able to walk a straight line? Yeah, I think I could, sir. You think you could? I think if you want me to, I will. Okay, now, either foot, doesn't matter which one. Do you have any issues with your legs, any injuries, anything like that? I don't think so. I can go like this. Okay, that's very impressive. Stand Look up what for I can me, do. okay? Look what I can do. Look what I can do. Look what I can do, Shaw. That's, that's pretty impressive at 53. Yeah, is uh, <laughs> didn't work out so well no. for him. He uh, got released on a $5,000 bond as a history of drunk driving. Eighth incident, and uh, even though that was very funny, Shaw, it'll never be number one. Hey, my nuts itch. Can I splash them real quick? No, wait till we finish Damn, they itch. <laughs> Under Florida law, you are required to take a chemical or physical breath Florida. test to determine the alcoholic content of your blood and or urine test to detect the presence of a chemical. Can you itch and form me? They itch. No, no, no. I don't do you do understand? That. If you refuse to take the chemical or physical breath test or the urine test, your driving privileges will be suspended oh. Oh, for comes. one year for a first refusal. Dancing around. <laughs> himself. They were very itchy. Let him turn him around. Let him rub up against something. All right. If you're afraid of him having something kind of concealed uh-huh. in there, just put him up against a tree or a fence post or he something. Really I mean, needed it. Shaw, we've all been there as fellas. We know what it's like. You mm. get one, and man, it's always at the worst time. It's like you're in church. You know, you're standing at even... the grocery store line, and some you know woman's there with her kids, and you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh, I gotta. Uh, it gets worse. It's like it knows that you're in an inappropriate <laughs> you situation. Can't do it. Oh, man. Nuts. I'd love to concentrate on what you're saying to me, but I can't. I don't care about this DUI. I'm done my nuts. They're itching. I totally forgot it was in Florida that that happened, too. Oh, that's a classic Florida move right there. Can you itch him for me? This ain't funny. Just stop laughing. (laughs) Hey, now. Cop can't keep up. Cop couldn't do Bob, you're going to have to come over and hell. I can't really. It's like Jimmy Fallon on an SNL episode trying uh, not to laugh. Well, he said combative nature. The guy's not being combative, all right? We've seen some combative. Right. He's just dancing around. He's, with- I'm a nut. <laughs> oh, man. That's why it'll always be number one. Show. Oh, yeah. Number one. Hard to top that one. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. It is also National Taco Day, Shaw. Did you know that? I didn't. Eat tacos all day long. Why are we not having tacos right now? That's a good question. I don't know, but we should get some. Breakfast tacos. Here are some fun facts about tacos, Shaw. What do you know about tacos? They're delicious. Uh, They're one of the few things that the president allows to cross the border into the U.S. Run for the border. Fun facts about tacos, Shaw. Americans eat more than 4.5 billion tacos a year. That's just in America. Almost all of them are after 2.30 in the morning. Yes. 
<laughs> uh, on a five taco buffet thing with cream. Uh, most popular taco joint in every town is the one closest to the pot dispensary. <laughs> By the way, you didn't know that. Taco fun facts here on the morning sickness. They are popular at breakfast, lunch, and yeah. dinner. Oh, wait a minute. That's the top scotch fun fact. Uh-huh. Wrong list. Fun facts about tacos, Shaw. If you haven't had sex in a Taco Bell bathroom between midnight and dawn, are you even living, Shaw? Have you even lived? Have you? I think it's a Burger we King We make bathroom. a lot of tacos at our house. One's got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Nachos. That's the nice thing about the taco is that it really lends itself to many other items. Yep. There's a lot of options. Yep. Uh, taco fun facts. Americans, again, eat over $4.5 billion yep. a year. Why? Uh, that's the reason why toilet paper is a billion-dollar industry, Shaw. <laughs> it really is. That's why you see commercials for TP. Like, who's not buying TP? You know? Top fun facts about tacos. Setting up a taco bar at your party is a good way to tell your guests, I'm cheap. I'm just, yeah, that's uh, all right. Cheap. The taco bars are good. Their popularity in Texas has spread all over the U.S., unlike Beto O'Rourke's. <laughs> <laughs> fun facts about tacos here on The Morning Sickness. They prove that Americans can uh, really can be drunk and or hungry enough to eat something off the back of a truck shop. Mm. really can. Bring it on. Man, some of them taco trucks are the bomb. Delicious. Some of the best tacos the street tacos, oh. yum. All you need to make one is tortilla, meat, lettuce, and if you work at Chipotle, E. coli. <laughs> It's I'll in the never, tomatoes. It's ne- in the tomatoes. I don't think I will eat I don't, After What do they have, 7,000 scares? Something like that. Mm, I'm good, man. The definition of a taco salad is a hard mm. shell taco after the first bite. <laughs> yeah, it all gets mixed together. Taco Tuesday is super, uh, super popular in the U.S. Tofu Tuesday, not, not so much. Not so much. No. Does it sound really on. gaining popularity? And uh, last but not least, fun facts about tacos on National Taco Day, Shaw. One of the most criminal sentences ever spoken is guac is extra. Oh, uh, right. I love guac. I know why. I love the, guac. the guac's got to be right, though. Mm-hmm. If it's not right, then it can really ruin the taco. I always almost always, I, I ask for it on the side. Just think, you know, sour cream, you know what you're getting. Sour cream. Sure. Guac, though, you never know. Some people, they mess with their guac. You never know if it's too garlicky mm. or not garlicky enough. Or, mm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get the weird consistency or, you know, it's it's instead of being the thick, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. put it on the side and then I'll determine whether or not I add it. Mm-hmm. National Eat Taco Day, Shaw. Nice. Eat some tacos. I'd like to do that. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. We were talking about Poltergeist 3 a little while ago and how mm. bad it is, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Terrible. First two, pretty good. Second, second one not as good as the first one, but the uh, third one just awful, atrocious. That's why it's many sequels. That's why it's not on the list of the highest grossing horror movies of all time. No, Forbes.com putting together a list of the highest grossing horror movies of all time. They did two lists actually, Shaw. One list was adjusted for inflation, and one was not adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation, numero uno. No big surprise, Shaw. Scared me right out of the ocean. Jaws. Adjusting for inflation back in 1975 to 2019, Shaw. Jaws at $1.154 billion. Oh my gosh, really? I don't think of it as a horror movie. It is, though. It's primal (laughs) fear, Shaw. It is, though, Shaw. It's your DNA, man. It's down there in the code, and I got the code, and I'm not going in the water. I'm not going near it. I don't want to. Number two, no big surprise, The Exorcist. Mm. I was waiting for some of these classics on here. Yeah, you can't beat the classics. Number three, which, again, I almost would not qualify as a horror movie because it's more of a comedy, but Ghostbusters. That's not a horror movie. movie. That's dumb. It involves ghosts, but... 
It's not a horror movie. I don't know. When you're a kid, though, and you see them dogs running around, that... that I mean... I got turned into a dog like, one time, and those guys saved me. Thank you very much. It's the Blue Estrangement Order. It is, but I tell you, the Gozer, the you know, that, that scene towards the end was kind of creepy, other than the fact you could almost see your nipples, which as a young man, I, mm-hmm. I, got, made, I got right up a nose to the screen, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Is that a nipple? Uh, number four on the list, The Sixth Sense. 1999. Uh, $518.8 million, Shaw. Just for inflation. Yeah, thriller, maybe. Thriller, but, not a horror movie. Yeah, I agree. Gremlins at number five? Uh, Again. Okay. But where do you put it? All right. Where do yeah, you put it if Gremlins. it's not in the horror movie category? Right? Where do you put it? Sci fi? Comedy? Uh, you're not giving it. There's no killers here. Where's all the chasing through where's the woods Jason's and, and where's the. Yes. Don't float down here, Georgia. Hey, Georgia. Don't float down here. It. Number uh, it? six on the list. The 2017 one, too. Not even the oh. original one with. Uh, that's beating all of the classics. No. Uh, number six, It. Jaws 2 at number seven. What? This is a dumb list. This is stupid. It's not about what you like. It's about grossing movies. These are the ones people I know, paid the but... yeah. Highest grossing movies, according to Forbes.com, uh, adjusted for inflation, number seven on the list, Jaws 2, Electric Boogaloo. Amityville Horror, the original, 1979. Number eight on the list okay. at 310.3 million. Movie. Yes, I get it. That is a horror movie. You move into a house where some people got mm-hmm, killed, mm-hmm, and then you start hearing mm-hmm, some stuff, mm-hmm. and there's flies on the window, and you kill everybody. Red room of pain in the basement, mm-hmm. the whole nine yard. Alien. Nineteen seventy nine. Horror movie either. Isn't that more of a thriller and sci fi? I would say. I would say sci fi, but it's also in the horror movie category. Two hundred eighty six point four million dollars. We're frustrated. Yeah, I take great offense. And, and this one you're not gonna like at all. Number ten on the list of this the uh of the top grossing, the highest grossing horror movies of all time, according to Forbes.com. The number 10 movie on the uh, adjusted for inflation list is Scary Movie. The spoof <laughs> the spoof one from 2000, right. Shaw. This is so that dumb. Is there a better list that isn't adjusted, perhaps? Uh, Give me a Shining and a Texas Chainsaw yeah, yeah, Massacre go. and a Nightmare Carrie and, and a the, Nightmare and a... Yes. The list for not, in, uh, not adjusted for inflation is pretty much all the same ones, but just bouncing around a little bit. Um, 2017's It, number one. The Sixth Sense, number two. Jaws, number three. Ghostbusters, number four. The Exorcist, number five. It, chapter two, which just came out like a minute ago, uh, is number six. Get Out, a couple years ago. That was good. That was a really good movie. Uh, psychological thriller, maybe more than a horror movie. Uh, at number seven, Halloween. There you go. Not the original, though. 2018's Halloween. No. The one where Jamie Lee Curtis finally gets him in the basement. Uh, scary movie again on the no, list. What this is, is stupid? Who watched Scary Movie? Uh, and what <laughs> lies beneath? I think that was Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer, wasn't it? I've heard the title. I the one in the water. They like he, he like killed all the women, threw them in the water, or something like that. That was number ten on the uh, not adjusted for inflation. How about list. Psycho? Yeah, there you go. Apparently, didn't make that much money. Blair Witch. I could even see that. These, that's Forbes.com. I'm just giving you their list, man. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.